Hello folks, I am Vincent, this is Nerd One, and today's episode we're talking about the passing of a friend, reflections on that, and also a cultural shift with food. So sit down, buckle up, we're gonna nerd out. So this is one one thing I thought I would never ever have to talk about. And you know, I I know since sometimes this is, it happened, but uh for those who don't know, uh the actor and former Power Ranger Jason David Frank has passed away. Um and for me it, it's something that you know, I followed his career you know, from Power Rangers to his work with Bat and Sun, uh, to his brief stint in MMA, to really um, his, you know, crowdfunded movie, The Legend of the White Dragon, which, you know, still hasn't reached out yet. Um, hoping it gets like some sort of theater release because I will totally be on that. But it's just kind of weird and. I don't know, it still makes me sad to see, you know, all the stuff he's done, you know, following him on his Instagram page, um, his Facebook, stuff like that, and knowing that he's gone. Because, you know, every time I would see one of his posts, um, you know, stories, something like that, he was always just this driving force for good, for you know, believing in yourself, being who you are, you know, just really that shining light in the world. And to hear of him passing the way he did, it just, it's hard to understand. And I, I don't even feel emotional about it now, even though it's been like eight days and I know back on Monday, um, they laid him to rest and it just makes me think of, you know, what someone told me a long time ago, and it kind of re- resonates in my head. And I think I've even heard, I think Robin Williams say it as well, that the most broken people are the most loving, the most caring. And the reason for that is because they don't want other people to feel or experience what they're going through or what they're feeling. So when they're around people, you know, family, friends, they are, you know, that, that positive beacon. They are that, you know, I would say life of the party, but they are just someone who is well-rounded, someone who is, you know, they, they like you for you, you know, because, you know, you are who you are and they want to make you laugh. They want to make you smile. Because they don't want you to be sad, you know, because inside themselves, maybe they are sad, you know, themselves. They are broken in some way. And I know, you know, it's been told to me as well that, you know, we create our own demons. And unfortunately, sometimes, sadly, the demons win. And things happen, 
even to the point of people passing away because of it. And it's happened to many great people, most and now most recently, you know, Jason David Frank, having Rob Williams too. And it it scares me more now because life has become so complicated, so difficult for some people because of you know recent events, COVID, uh, political tension, um, societal tension as well. We're, we're changing so quickly as a society, and there are those who want it changed faster. There are people who want to change slower. People want to stay the same. And just the division it creates can put a lot of stress on the psyche. And, you know, for myself, until I've come upon recently, I wasn't a big believer in seeking out help. I was a person who was told and <clears throat> that you deal with your problems, you know, any which way possible. You know, you don't need to see someone about it to unload on someone about it. And <clears throat> so it was until recently that, you know, I've seen more avenues that people can take. You know, they can, you know, talk to their doctor, they can, you know, unload on a friend or family member, you know, something like that to kind of help relieve the stress of it all, to help even themselves out. And I know it's going to be something you hear a lot, but if if it all feels too much to you, reach out to someone. Because I guarantee someone in your family, your friends, your circle, there is at least that one person who you can just vent to. Not someone who's going to be like, oh, here's how you fix it. No, just someone who basically says, all right, what's going on? And you just... <sighs> everything out of your mind and soul onto them. And all they'll do, all they need to do, is just listen. And if you don't have that person, uh, reach out to, if you're a religious uh, minister, pastor, or something like that. Um, I know there's helplines in every state, you know, that has, you know, someone that just listens. That's all they do. And because... Sometimes fighting your demons alone doesn't have to be done alone. There's help. And we lose too many good people to self-harm and suicide. And it's it's rough because most people suffer in silence. It's true. A lot of people who deal with you know, severe anxiety, bipolar, depression, you know, whatever's going on, you know, in their brain, they suffer in silence until eventually sometimes it's just too much and they break down and the results can be deadly. So if you suffer from it, find help, you know, do something, scream, hell, let it out. If if nothing else is available to you, go somewhere, grab a pillow, just shout top of your lungs, get it out of your system. It sounds weird, but sometimes it feels better. I've done it myself where, you know, 
you have a day where everything's gone wrong, you know, and things from before are building up as well on top of it. And I mean, honestly, I'll do on the way on the way home from work. I'll just like, you know, take a deep breath and, you know, bellow out whatever I need to do. But just let you know, if you are listening to this and you, you know, have, you know, any kind of demons you need to fight, you're not alone. You never were and you're not now. Reach out for help because we're always here for you. With Thanksgiving in you know, the very mirror and Christmas and other you know, holidays coming in December, what traditions do you do? What do you have? Like, what gives you that holiday feeling? I know for me, it's going to sound weird. Or maybe it sounds obvious. I love Christmas movies. Holiday specials. Crap like that. Uh, haven't really done sitcom ones in a while because all the sitcoms these days are just junk. Put it nicely. Um, but I kind of came across, well, you probably have too is the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. And I gotta say, it is probably the oddest, but kind of fun holiday special around. Um, So we get to see the return of James Gunn, you know, to the Guardians franchise for his second last hurrah before he, you know, officially departs, you know, Marvel and becomes the main head of, you know, DC Universe. Which, looking forward to that, James. Looking forward to it. If you need help, number1podcast.gmail.com. But, it, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special once was first announced, it gave me the feeling of like, uh, what? It's like, a holiday special for Guardians of the Galaxy? Like, it's like, only Peter Quill's from Earth, and even then, he probably didn't remember much of it, because he was taken when he was like, you know, like 10, 11 years old, something like that. But, you know, I, I watched it. You know, I saw the preview for it. And it was fun. Um, I know Phase 4 Marvel has gotten, like, super goofy, super meh. Especially with the storyline and the CGI and all that. And I don't blame the guys at the CGI teams or been giving a lot of work. But the story writers, come on, guys. As I said before in reviews of Marvel Plus shows, sorry, Disney Plus Marvel shows, I could write better than you guys, I think. And I'm willing to contend that. But who knows? Who knows what happened? But, so, but... Guardians of the Galaxy Holly Special, it feels like it got the humor right. It is goofy, yes. Um, but it's done well. I mean, because we get a lot of, you know, Drax and Mantis. We get, looks like an adolescent group. 
Uh, of course, we get, you know, Star-Lord, Peter Quill, a uh, little bit of Rocket, not a whole, whole lot. And they bring Kevin Bacon into the MCU. And, weirdly enough, Kevin Bacon, Kevin Bacon was fun. I don't know how or why or what, he was fun. And it's one of those things of, after watching it, you know, kind of what they did in the special. I love the colors to it. It was insanely Christmassy. Uh, the jokes in it were just were funny. Um, you know, the acting was on point. You know, again, you know, all the actors from the Guardian series were on point. I loved like the the band that was in the beginning was awesome. Uh, the you know, singing was on point, but just like their interpretation of Christmas was just fantastic. I mean, that was some of the best jokes in the movie was right there. So it's almost for me, like I was, I was just hooked right away. You know, just heard the song and started giving up right away. So if you have Disney Plus, it's available now. Um, apparently it came out like last week, week before. And it's fun to watch. It's a good laugh. And that's all I'll say. I don't want to really give anything away because it goes, it's so fun. It goes by fast. That's what it feels like. And, you know, it's a good watch. So watch it. Enjoy it. If you're a Marvel fan, this is what the MCU should still be. And hopefully phase five will kind of be more like this. With the good writing, the good acting, the good effects. So, hopefully this is the start of the upswing for the MCU in Phase 5. So, this is something I, I've been kind of noticing around here. So, for those who don't know me or who haven't, maybe never revealed, I'm I'm over in California. I live in California, United States, and been here I say most of my life, at least you know nine and a half tenths of it. That's a good fraction, isn't it? Nine point five over ten equals x over y. Solve for z. Anywho, growing up, I was a poor little boy. No sympathy. Easy come, easy go. Little high, little low. But one thing that was very big in the area I grew up on was, well, I guess they're franchises or chains, but the home-cooked restaurants. Basically, like one of those, you know, you can go in there and have a meal just like mom used to make kind of thing. You know what I'm talking about? Um, think like, you know what? I'm pretty sure they're all different across the USA, and I'm not sure if they even exist in other countries, but like Sizzler, um, Caro's, Bob's Big Boy, uh, places like that. And as I've grown up 
over these centuries. Yeah, I've kind of noticed. Or, or am I the only one? Am I just noticing or has been happening that they are dwindling? Because, you know, I know times change and so must I. Thank you, Doctor Who. But I'm kind of noticing a lot of these kind of restaurants are closing their doors. Um, as I travel, you know, across this land in this world, you know, seeing empires rise and fall, it really, I can really see like these restaurants like changing and really kind of the rise of. I wouldn't say like the mom and pop restaurants, but like more, I don't know, fusion restaurants, I would say. Like, you know, upon visiting, you know, Bile Stopping Grounds, you know, where I was, you know, raised and reared and all that, you know, they've, they've lost, I'll probably say all but one or two of their, you know, home family restaurants just because, you know, either, well, the area grew up with like a lot of older folks and I guess maybe they're kind of dying off. And that kind of leads me to kind of another thought is these places that, you know, these restaurants that were opened kind of were part of their they were part of that generation. You know, the World War II generation. You know, the Vietnam Korea generation. Where things were different. You know, you would go home to dinner at night with the family and all that. And these restaurants kind of, I wouldn't say fed on that, but they were basically, you know, restaurants that were, you know, kind of like what mom used to make. Where you would find like meatloaf, um, you know, fried chicken and veggies, um, beef stew, stuff like that. Man, I'm now hungry. Damn it. And, but now, like, when I go places, like, I've seen like a huge rise in sushi restaurants. Maybe it's just me. Maybe, maybe I'm just, I'm like just noticing it. But obviously in the past five years, I'm seeing like this giant rise in sushi restaurants, which no complaints here. I love good sushi. I don't like the price of it. Like, I'm still a poor boy. But, you know, I, lo I love good sushi. But for myself, I'm also super nostalgic. Because I kind of grew up on, you know, the home-cooked meals. And yes, I can cook, but damn it, I'm lazy. For me to make, I don't know, a good, a good pot roast. Let's go with that. You know, just simple veggie carrots, um, potatoes, all that. Takes time, effort, grocery shopping, all that. But you know, if I wanted to back in the day, I could just go to somewhere claim jumper let's say sit down point then you go eh and they'll be like oh yeah it's a very good choice sir it's like and to drink eh. 
And you're like, oh yes, water. Yes, we'll get that for you right away. And I think that's kind of what may be happening. Because with the rise of COVID, you know, with everything, when everything shut down in 2020, I think it almost accelerated the death, the death of the home-cooked restaurant. Yeah, I'm going dramatic on this one. And it, because like people had to start like cooking at home because, you know, you, you couldn't go out. I mean, yeah, there, there were restaurants, but it was just like weird and inconvenient to the point where like DoorDash, Uber Eats, all them, like home delivery services, I think massively grew, you know, during this time, but still it was weird, awkward. You had to wait until they dropped it off. You couldn't meet them face to face. So a lot of people started cooking at home, discovering old recipes, maybe discovering skills they know they really had. I know I cooked a lot during COVID. I mean, and also to help keep our favorite restaurants alive, you know, myself along with family would actually order from these restaurants. Um, I saw people encouraging buy gift cards from these restaurants. So so they have the money now to stay afloat. And then thankfully, you know, PPP loans came along and helped keep afloat that way as well. But I think a lot of them came to the point of either they were just getting by or they were, you know, on the way out anyways. And 2020's COVID just kind of helped accelerate it. And for me, it's sad, but it's also something that feels like it's a circle of life and it moves us all. If you hear in the background, it's my dog. He is crying because I am singing. Or maybe he's hungry because I'm mentioning food. Yeah, could be both. Not sure if you heard that, but he's whining like. I might edit that out. Now I'm gonna leave that in. Let's leave that in. So, and as we come upon the holidays, uh, depending on when this comes out, we're about a week away from Thanksgiving right now. And you know, for me, that's kind of well for a lot of my family. It's a big celebration. It's a big holiday because it's it's that time when we kind of get to bust out our cooking skills. You know, who can bring that wow factor? Who can bring that? Oh, damn! You made that kind of feeling. I always hold back. I am humble, and I do not want to show up anyone. But I do make some good dishes, though. I can. Um, I am good cook. I can follow the direction fairly well. I'm not Italian. I'm German. Here comes the sauerkraut and bratwurst people. But I know this is more of a ongoing ramble and I appreciate you for sticking around during this. So if you have a favorite restaurant that is that you know, home cooked, 
you know, mom and pop, mom used to make it kind of restaurant. It could be American food. It could be, you know, Mexican food. It could be, I don't know, from Japanese, Chinese, you know, for anywhere in the world kind of food. I'd say go visit it. Because why not? Because if it's that comfort food that, you know, makes you feel good about yourself. And, you know, damn it, isn't it time to treat yourself? Isn't it? You know, go out there. Go enjoy a good meal. You know, relax. Enjoy yourself. Have fun. Because I will. And I hope you'll join me. Because who knows how long they'll be around. So enjoy them while they're here. But folks, that's all I got for this time. Folks, I hope you enjoyed the show, but for now, that's all I have for today. So I just want to remind you, if you don't mind, please do share the episode if you enjoyed it. Uh, feedback is always appreciated. NerdOnePodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at Nerd15. Instagram at NerdOnePodcast. But until next episode, you guys take care out there. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Stay clean. We'll talk to you soon. And please be nice to each other. Bye for now.